Welcome to the Smart Women in Business podcast with me, your host, Jane Mackay. We've got big ideas for small business. Hello and welcome to the Smart Women in Business vlog and podcast. Today I am chatting with Linda Reed Enova. As the founder of Business Business Business, Media Connections and Director at ThoughtSpot PR, Linda connects with business owners and helps them share their story. So I know Linda from Business Business Business, which she founded in 2014. It is an online resource and networking site which employs Linda's passions and strengths, uniting business with opportunity and the right resources at the right time. Initially a Facebook group, it is now a seminal business website where over 20,000 members share their experience and seek information to guide their business journey. And I know I have certainly done that in the group. In 2012, Linda launched ThoughtSpot PR, offering business owners and entrepreneurs a personalised PR solution that utilised different thinking. The success Linda enjoyed in this field has seen her labelled the go-to girl for PR, and it also led to the creation of Media Connections, where the media connect with the stories businesses have to tell. In all three of Linda's businesses, Linda's businesses, connections and storytelling are key. Now, I ask each of my guests to send me their bio, and I love the opening line of Linda's. She says... <laughs> I love what I do. Yep. I know everyone says that, but in my case, it is true. PR <laughs> and marketing is a career that found me because it was what I was meant to do. Now, wouldn't the world be a happier place if we all felt like that? Exactly. Wouldn't I, it be? I'm there with you. I'm a PR, or oh, well, not a PR, but a marketing geek. Yep. Makes me so happy. And it's I know. People have a bit of ickiness around marketing, but oh no, it's sharing, it's information sharing, it's giving people the solution they need. So let's get rid of the ickiness around marketing first. Yes, if you no. do not share your story with the market, the only person you are letting down is not you, but your future clients because they do not know you exist. And they, they have a problem yep. that they need to solve and they don't know how to solve it. So yep. marketing is, I, I try to explain it to my, my clients, is marketing is serving people it's Absolutely. not selling to people so welcome linda <laughs> Yay! Yay! It's Yay! <laughs> so we touched a bit there on your business journey yep um tell me more about how you came to be in here in 2018 in 2018 so the one we didn't mention in the bio and most probably is the start of my journey was when i was pregnant with charlotte i started family capers which is a parenting hub for um for parents and for kids and for grandparents and for aunties and uncles. Founded on the same resources of BBB was, if you can't say anything nice, don't do anything at all. Because I was part of the mum forums and I was also going to mum's groups and Clive's words to me were, you know, if you can't turn off the TV, then do something about it. Um, so to do something about it was the, you know, like anyone says it to me, no, or do something, then the challenge is normally thrown out to me to do it. So that is, is the case of where we sat. So that was my first journey into business and God was it a learning curve. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I keep saying to people, saying to me, oh, my website's bad or this bad or I'm not ready for this. I said, God, if you could go back in time and see the first version of Family Capers where we started out, where there was bits chapped here and here and here and here and here and, here and how ugly it was. 
Don't worry about it. It's all part of the starting process. It was probably in HTML though. Like, let's oh, see. it was between Joomla, between PHP, between some other directory oh. platform. And at that point in time, I didn't know what I didn't know about web design. You know, I was used to having people do this stuff for me. And the first thing I turned around and I was believe, you know, I'm like, well, I hire the experts. It's all good. These guys know what they're talking about. I'm set. So when they tell me no, the troubleshooter in me didn't kick in until a lot later in the business where I worked out people are starting to tell me no because it's easier to tell me no than find the solution. So the troubleshooter then kicked in and me going, well, no, you've told me no, I will find a way. Always a way. <laughs> there is always a way. And that's what our current web guys laugh at. They talk to me quite on a regular basis. And they would, I was actually just talking to them before I got on the phone. I said, look, we're ready for the cross for the, for the new, for the fixed version of family capers. Cause I will tell you any online business, any online website, you're continually fixing something. Um, but we've just done a, a major fix. Um, and I was just talking to one of the young guys there and he's going, oh, I could do it for you. I'm like, sweetie, this site is bigger than ones that you'll have ever seen. <laughs> We're talking about bringing over thousands of articles. <laughs> oh. As much as I love you, put me on Adam who understands this. <laughs> talk, <laughs> who understands talk to me, Adam, talk to me. How, how crazy was I? <laughs> so, yeah, no, I've like put, put it on to the people who were actually crazy. So the thing I've almost probably about the journey is that I've learned a lot along the way. Um, also learned how isolating business was and that's part of why I started BBB in the first place was business is one of those journeys where you don't get the Friday night drink so the Friday night cheers session that I do on Facebook is, is designed around which I that. never get to come to because I've always got my kids like, <laughs> go over there kids watch Netflix I'm just drinking champagne with Linda yes we're, we're just going to have a drink it's all good <laughs> But you know what? The whole point of that is, is to just even get through that craziness, to get through the the week. Um, you know, if I said if I did in two PR and marketing terms, I should be doing it about twelve o'clock on a Friday. But yeah, then yeah, yeah. Up to school, you know, slightly slightly inebriated is most probably not acceptable. So <laughs> I've threatened to do it before. Oh, look! I threatened once when girlfriend and I was sitting around having drinks, going, mm, "We keep going. We could always get the courtesy bus to pick the kids up." <laughs> There is a winery just around the corner from my kids' school. Oh, sponsorship arrangements with the school. <laughs> Class. <laughs> always think, always think about that. Um, but the thing, the thing is, it was it was a lonely journey, but it was also quite easy for people, and I still see it today, to think they forget what it was like to start. And because even as marketers, even as, as coaches, as web designers, as um, accountants, we all have things that are second nature to us. Mm. But business owners starting out, we don't. You know, I didn't have a clue about, I know so much more about web design now. I'm playing and do all my own stuff and do the pretty stuff and then make the boys do the rest. Um, but, you know, the reality of it is, as business owners, you don't, and you need a space where you can ask those questions and then someone's not going to come back and make you feel stupid for asking it because that is the reality of business life. If you don't ask, you don't learn. And if you feel insecure, then you're not going to ask in the first place. Mm. So that's the, the community. That's most probably what brought me to there. Yeah. Fabulous. So, I mean, I, I have a no stupid questions rule in my group. <laughs> yes. If you've got a question, most likely someone else does, or ask they it. have at least an innovative solution. Because, I mean, I look at how far I've come. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, I know this, I just know this stuff now. And I think not everyone knows that. So exactly. we think we, especially as marketers, because everyone can do it. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> we, with so much of what we do is intuitive. 
and it is. Nature because we've been doing it for so long. And then people go, well, I don't know who my target, ta- everyone's my target audience. So um, I love to share that information with people. And oh. So do you. It's about teaching people and helping people be. Yeah, the- I love to teach. Yeah, helping people yep. be the best in their business because we're all here to see each other succeed. Exactly. I'm not a competitive person by nature, so I'm I'm a lifter upper rather than put a downer. Yep. No, so, and I say that to people in all honesty. That's the biggest thing we love to do is we love to teach. And I'm doing a um, social workshop in Melbourne, one of my first ones, and we'll see how big this goes <laughs> on content creation, where we're actually going. I'm going to literally show business owners how to put it together. Yeah. So what do we do? How does it work? What's, what, what are the taglines? If you need help with taglines, come tap into my brain. And then we're actually going to do it because the teacher in me wants to see you do it. You've got to come out of it with something. Yeah, and I'm, like, I'm going to make you make a cover video. <laughs> or not make you. But, video. No, I've been encouraging everyone in my DIY marketing program to do yep. video. Absolutely. And, and, uh, and when they do an F- Facebook Live, I'm like, I'm so proud. I'm so proud. <laughs> I did the same with the guys who were my 52 week marketing charge. Like, yes, you acted on the information we gave you. You took it and you executed it. Exactly. Make guys, make you coach this Anyone, please act on it and let us know when you act on it because that way we can help you. We can give you feedback. We can do all of that sort of stuff. So that would be my biggest tip. If you're in a coaching program, if you're in a training program right now, let your coaches know what you're actually implementing. Yes. Yes, so that oh, that's exciting. Um, <laughs> anyway, so we could talk random, about it. Random, random. <laughs> random. Um, how has your business evolved over the last few years? So one of the things I see with the businesses I work with is they get to a point and there's either a standstill, there's a decision to be made. So what do you see as the signs either in your own business or other businesses that it really is time to change, it's time to step up? Look, I suppose that's the advantage of um, having mentors myself is, is having mentors on the sidelines. Is, Every mentor has a mentor. mentor. Exactly. <laughs> um, having those people on the sideline to, to hold me accountable. Um, I'm a big, bright, shiny object person. If there's a bright, shiny object, I'm going over there to chase it. You know, right, yeah, let's go chase all of those sorts of things. So for me, quite often, it's not so much when, it's, when is it time for change, but when is it time not to take that next piece of change on. Um, and one of those moments was this morning inside Facebook. Facebook generously gave BBB mentorship. And I went, ah, and I, that's awesome, but please don't. So they turned it on automatically. And the first thing that I looked at was that's awesome, but what does it mean for us as a business? Mm. What does it mean for us if we, we approve these mentors? What does it mean? Blah, 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 blah. And, of course, my, my brain went, no, can I turn this function off? And the first thing I did was turn the function off. And that's, guys, I think you need to understand in business, just because there is a bright, shiny object over there, you don't have to use it. Hmm. Um, and, of course, I sent a message through to the legal guys and a few other people this morning. And they're like, yeah, back off. We're not touching that. I'm like, okay, done. <laughs> yeah. We don't need that in our life. We don't, we don't need that in our life. And I looked at it from the admin point of view of going, do I really want to need to look at another application and, oh. another, and follow whether people are doing stuff? If you want to do a course with someone, do, do it. Find them. Approach find them. them. Find them. And approach them. To that. Yeah. yeah. You know, guys. It's only, you know, I say this in the, as lovely as much as we love BB. There's only so much free stuff you can take before you actually have to go and invest in your business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is it's great, and and that's the power of the internet. There's yep. so much free, and there's so much value being given. Yes. In that. Exactly. Free. And that's um, what makes it easy to educate. 
with your marketing rather than selling with your marketing. Ah, mm. uh, you're speaking my language, Linda. Yes. <laughs> Social media is PR, people. Remember that. It's all public relations. And it's all part of your brand. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> your, yeah, whatever you say, it's part of your brand. Um, so how do you manage your life as an entrepreneur? So you mentioned Charlotte earlier. when you're. Yep. Yes, I do have a nine-year-old daughter. Um, it's about boundaries. And that was the biggest thing I think I had to learn in my first couple of years of business. Um, I was trying to fit business around everything else. Um, what I really, really had to do is I actually had to have space for business. Um, and I say that to people, even if it's in your lounge room or your living area, space for business, and then cover that space when you are not working on that, not working on it, you know, shut the laptop lid so that you physically have to open the laptop. Um, if you've got a computer screen and the screen's monitor staring at you, literally cover it with something so that you have to physically go and do something that makes you go back into work mode mm. because that, those, those little barriers actually are quite, quite good in stopping you. Uh, you know, I even, you know, through the tantrum this morning being my birthday going, oh, do I have to fire up the computer while oh, yeah, I'm having a morning coffee? <laughs> it's like, yeah, Facebook, okay, we'll fire up the computer because I couldn't do what I needed to do. <laughs> Uh, we were going to have champagne. I forgot. Oh, I know. We forgot that. It's, it's, it's quarter past 11 in the morning, people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the biggest thing is it's about knowing where those, where those boundaries are and putting them in place and also not being hard on yourself. Sometimes you will need to rob from family time. Mm. to do business and sometimes yes exactly and sometimes you'll need to take from business time to do family stuff but know in the end it all balances itself out mm. and the moments you you'll know it as a business owner because you'll every you know every second word becomes and i'm sure you've been in the same spot mummy's just got to do this yeah or daddy's just got to do this or just two seconds yeah. just give me five minutes five yeah. minutes yeah yeah Yep. So, you know, my daughter last night, we were walking out in the bushland because she's making a bush artwork for school. Um, and I was like, I've just got it. And I'm like, no, actually, no, I don't. It's past five o'clock. I do not have to get this webinar up. Let's go. Um, so the reality of it was it's about knowing those boundaries and also catching yourself. But don't be too hard on yourself. That's, I think people get really but hard on themselves. When they do have a, you know, as entrepreneurs, we have this drive to just go and go yep. and go. And there's always going to be work that needs to be done. Yep. Always. I mean, this is my busiest month of the year. I work seven days at this time of the year, but I know that cup weekend, I won't do any work. I will have yep. four days. Woohoo! Yes! Yes, four days! <laughs> Potentially. Um, I'll try for two, but, you know, yep. it might be four. But, and you do have to, I used to have um, a client when I was very new in business, literally one of my first clients, who would text me at eight o'clock, on a Sunday night and say, mm. I need this done by eight o'clock tomorrow morning. And I went, no. And you know is- what? That's also about identifying whether that client's expectations are real. Mm. You wouldn't and- do that to a Collins, Collins Street. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and I, I think someone said that in the group the yep. other day. And I went, yeah, oh, I say that you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it to a business. You wouldn't do it to a business owner. You wouldn't do it to a corporate world. And in the, and in the corporate world, we all had nine to five hours, and we go mm-hmm. home. And now clients wouldn't text you. I mean, occasionally I get a phone call from the staff member going, "Oh, this just went to shit." And yeah, you deal with yeah, that. Yeah, PR. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you, you, you deal with that. Yeah. Uh, but the reality of it is, there was a boundary in place, and just because you're a small business owner 
doesn't mean that people can blur that line. Mm -hmm. And just because the internet means that we're, we're available, to, we're meant to, we can be available 24 seven, doesn't mean you have to be available 24 seven. And that comes down to things like, I have a dedicated, what I dedicated Netflix tablet, I suppose you can call it, which has none of the apps on it. <laughs> No email, no email, messenger. no Facebook, no messenger. No, I can't see a notification. So if I want to go and watch Netflix, I just go and watch Netflix. Oh, um, I turned all the notice down notifications off on my phone. So unless you need to know about it and I figured my calendar is the only thing I really need to know about because, oh shit, I should have been somewhere. Um, <laughs> is something that I need to know but the rest of it can all wait until I get a chance to check in it I've got a deliberate delay set up on my gmail account that it only checks once an hour mm. unless I trigger it to check so mm. that I don't have to see my email and that sort of stuff and that was actually one of the tips one of my bosses took he only had emails coming in once an hour for stuff so if you need like something going to that fire, that, yep. fire if you need, needed something else you had to go and walk and talk to someone Surprisingly oh, enough, you know, the olden days, the olden days, <laughs> go and talk to but people. That's why, I mean, to be honest, that's why we holiday on cruise ships. Yep. No phone coverage. Well, you can pay for internet, but I'm not going to. No, exactly. If I was somewhere where there was internet or like, or in Queensland, I'd be like, I'm just got to, just got to check in. Yeah. Just got to check in on the group. Gotta put those boundaries in. Otherwise you have no freedom. Yep. We start in business for ourselves to have freedom and then we create a monster of zero freedom for ourselves. Especially when we start out, we also accept every client. And I think that's the biggest lesson in business that you can possibly ever learn is not every client is your client is right for you. You don't have to take them to pay the bills because the clients you take to pay the bills, I can tell you, will come back and bite you 10 times mm. over and cost you more than that bill that you needed to pay. Mm. Mm. Um, the clients who really want to work with you will love you and respect you and give you those boundaries yep. and give you that space because they're that type of human. So and they'll and they'll work with you. They'll work around around your boundaries. So I uh, back in two thousand and fourteen, I said no, I don't work Fridays anymore. Yeah, I don't so work Fridays. Mm. I took Fridays off for me. Um, now I do Friday night cheers, which is a bit weird in amongst all of it, but. <laughs> It tends to be wherever I am at that time. But Fridays are either the days that I guest speak, I present, or I, I do a workshop, or I do something like that, that allows me that time away from the business. But I am not available to clients. Mm, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm trying to set that boundary. I have Felix Fridays. Yes. Felix does have a tendency to just ignore me. So I'm like, I'll go into somewhere. Like, all right, mate. And then it's, I just spend the rest of the day making snacks. <laughs> Yeah, but see, sometimes you need to do that. <laughs> I have no hobbies um, <laughs> other than making snacks. So I'm washing. But, but that's anyway. what as marketers. That's what we are. That's what we do. That's what we do. <laughs> I know. Our brains keep going. That's, they do. That's... And, and I really do struggle to because I'm always so excited about things. I'm naturally and... happy to be doing what I'm doing and I love working. Yep. So it is difficult for me to say, I'm not working today because I'll be like, oh, I've just had a bit of an inspiration for a design or a... Yeah, I'll just go and play that, that over here. I'm just going to draw that brand while, that logo while it's in my mind um, and that sort of thing. And we do, we are excited. Yeah, and that's that's what makes us good at our jobs. So we've got to also go, that's not a bad, completely bad thing. Um, I think one of the things that I, you know, said that about marketers is we do, we love what we do. And as business owners, we love what we do and our passion is there. But if you know you're sitting at that computer and you know you're feeling really exhausted mm. or you're crabby 
you know, we all know when we get crabby, it happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> You're resenting the work. Resenting the work. Yeah, that's resenting a good point. Resenting the work. And if I know I'm at that point, I go, you know what? I'm going to have a nap. Walk away. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to go and spend 30 minutes watching TV. I'm going to have a lie down. Or I'm going to read my book because I can. And I think that's the other thing is business owners, especially when we work at home, is the ability to have lunch at our desk and continue to work is so much in front of us. If we were in an office environment, we'd at least walk downstairs to go and get lunch mm-hmm. or we'd do something that we'd or go around the block. Or, block yep. Whereas instead you find yourself sitting in the same uncomfortable position for seven yep. hours going, oh, so why am I yep. so tense? And it's like, because the self-care has gone out the window. And toast does not equal lunch, people. <laughs> <laughs> or... Uh, or <laughs> some cheese and crackers which is what i had the other day and yeah and then my, and my kids are like i'm like have you got anything left in your lunch boxes you know <laughs> what, what snacks have you got yeah give me my snacks um yeah and that is sad we should not let ourselves get to that point self-care is important but we do do it yeah and we you know do. just acknowledge it and move on from it guys is the biggest thing i can say Go for a walk like I, I had a bag of popcorn the other day because the alternatives in the house weren't so fantastic. So it's like, yeah, well, popcorn looks good. Uh, here's a tip. Always have hard-boiled eggs in the fridge. Yes. They are a winner. Um, <laughs> so what does a great day in the office look like to you <laughs> while well, we're talking about food? Well, a great day in the office. Yeah, food. <laughs> food, food. Food, food, wine, food. and coffee. Yeah, yeah. All of those three. I'm a typical marketer. Give me food, wine, coffee on set. I wish um, we were in the 80s, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, from my point of view, a good day in the office is actually seeing clients win. So like we were talking before, seeing seeing the bits go together or it's, it's hearing that new client, that new brand that's ready to go to market and getting so excited about it um, that we want to start on it. And that's most probably the good days for me. Or it's seeing something inside BBB where someone's connected and the success has happened and the, the group's form for what it does works really, really well. Mm. So, you know, that's... They're the wins that I like to see, and they're most probably more other people's wins nowadays than, than my wins. But then I think that's a teacher in me. So, yeah, that's that's. I'm always gunning for my clients, and when what yeah, exactly. you know, or even it's when they just hit a, a breakthrough in that those, those mental blocks we often see yes. in our clients um, when they're ready to go. All right, I'm ready to step up and and do this thing, and you're like, we're winning, we're yeah, winning, we're on the right path. <laughs> So what tools do you use in your business to help you be productive? Oh my gosh. Productivity is, is productivity is such a key. Um, look, turn I'll, off Facebook. Turn off Facebook. <laughs> yes. No, turn off notifications. Look, the reality of it is we use a number of tools depending on what business it is and what, what situation it is. So um, part of what we've got in the BBB website is a whole tool section that we've written up on tools that we've used or trialed or that sort of stuff. Oh, I'll, BBB, I can share that in the link. Awesome. Yeah. Go and have a look at that. But most probably my time-saving tools are tools like Missing Letter, which we use to share blog posts and, and all of that sort of stuff. And it takes that blog post and creates 12 months worth of content or two weeks worth of content or six months worth of content, depending on what you need it to be over that period of time. It's just a big, big, big time saver. Um, using communication tools. So we use Trello for everything um, because we're project managers more to the point and we like having projects. And then it's about looking at your time appropriately. So the bright, shiny object distractions like phone notifications, like, and you will pick up the phone because you're hardwired that once that thing goes, I'll get the little drug, drug inducement and I'll pick up the phone and I'll respond to the phone. I'll respond to the text message. So it might be putting the phone on silent for a while. It, it might, might be it on silent all the time. Yeah. It might be um, walking away. It might actually be working somewhere else. I find if I go and put myself in a cafe, I'm like, I've really got to get this done now. 
because I'm sitting here and how many cups of coffee can I actually drink <laughs> before it's unacceptable to not to order something before else? Before I switch to wine. Yeah, before you, exactly. <laughs> you know, how much can I drink before it's unacceptable to keep you sitting here in this person's cafe? Mm. So I find that if I've got to really work on something and a bit of a deadline, getting out of the same space, especially if it's home, especially mm. if it's home and we're in home offices and yes, we have defined spaces in here, which is great. But sometimes you've literally just got to get out of those four walls and that makes you more productive. Mm. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's lots of tools, but it's about, you know, being accountable to yourself too and actually writing down and planning your goals. I'm a massive planner. Mm. Have you seen, seen this baby? I have not. I have seen it on the internet, but um, I, I, have, I have print proof in my hands. <laughs> Your hands. Um, and the typical marketer in me loves the print proof. <laughs> oh, and the smell of the paper. Yes. Um, <laughs> print wow. proof in my hands. That's, that's what I'm doing. I'm literally sitting on the couch today. And this is my, I have a couch in my office, as you can see, the red couch. And this is my relaxed version spot. So I'm going through this with pen and paper and taking things away. Not everything has to be done on the screen. I think as business owners nowadays, we keep thinking things would have to be done on the screen. And mm. yes, it's great, but there's some reasons that we do things on pen and paper because the brain takes it in a lot differently. So mm. bear that in mind, writing things down and physically writing your goals down and physically writing your to-do list makes you more accountable to them. I am a digital girl massively, yep. but I still have my day book that I write down, yep. everything in every day. Absolutely. What and I've you've got, got to. Yeah, you've got to, guys. You know that's and that's about taking the digital to-do list and chunking it into reasonable to-do lists because that is the biggest thing I find is most of us set to-do lists that are unachievable. <laughs> I'm like, and I love that cross-off picture. A whole website. I, just, I totally do that today. So. Yeah, of course you can. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're easy. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what so, everyone would have us believe. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally easy. Um, <laughs> So one of the things that affects every single entrepreneur I know at some stage of their career is imposter syndrome. Oh, absolutely. So what absolutely. are your methods <laughs> How do you respond to the bad days in business? Because as happy as we all look. Oh, look, you know, we had one of those bad days this weekend. <laughs> I'm sure you might have seen the video that went I saw on. The video. the video that went on, you know, say, Charles, get, you know. Yeah, have your little box over there. A friend of mine and I, a friend of mine said to me, You haven't made it in the online space until exactly. you trolled. Yep, exactly. So it's inevitable. It's inevitable. And, you know, the reality of it is, um, my message to them was very clear you can keep going all you like, but you will not stop me from doing what we're doing. Mm. You know, that's fine. You know, just think your couple of nasty messages isn't going to stop me from doing it. Mm. Um, and I think as business owners, I think the first thing we actually have to identify with the imposter syndrome or with the nasty messages or feeling like we're insecure is acknowledge the emotions actually there. Mm. They go, okay, yeah, I feel a little bit crap right now. Mm. That's not the time to be working in your business. Walk <laughs> away. Walk away now. Go, go to the, the movie. movie. Go to day spa. Have a glass of wine. Do whatever you need to do that's going to allow you to feel better. Because normally that imposter syndrome moment comes in not when you're doing your best, hmm. but it's when you've pushed yourself too far. Or it is when the negative stuff comes up. And as I said in that video in particular, is make sure that you're looking at the feedback. If, there's, if your imposter syndrome is coming from feedback, is it actually real feedback that affects what you do day to day? Or is it someone just got their back up because mm. something didn't go the way they wanted it to? Because unfortunately in the online world, we are now in a position where reviews and recommendations and all of that stuff can be made where a person actually hasn't engaged your services. 
Or paid for your services. Or paid for your services. Sometimes they engage you and then they don't like the outcome, so then they don't pay. Yeah, exactly. And that, if you're a newbie, that happens. And that happens in business. And one of the webinars that I just pulled up for BBB is with a, um, a debt prevention specialist, which I think all business owners need to do uh, because we've all been there, we've all done that, we've all done work and not got paid for it. Let's actually look at you know preventing debt rather than getting debt that you know people that we need to pay the needs of debtors that need to pay us. So let's let's try and look at that because, you know, that's the, going to be the big move forward for all business owners if you can do that. I tend to be really tough on it. You know, we don't get paid for something. I stop work straight away. Mm. Me too. Yep. Tools down. Sorry. No, can't yeah. help anymore. And not I'm sorry if you tell me you've paid me, but I don't have evidence of that payment. But, 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 I'm still not going to yeah. commence the project. And that is the big lesson, guys. Learn that lesson. Until the money is actually visually in your account, you don't do anything. Mm. Because people, people flake out for many different reasons. They can yep. flake. All sorts of things happen in people's lives. It might have nothing to do with you. Yep. Yep, but exactly. they haven't made that and always get an upfront payment. Yes. Upfront. Upfront. Up I didn't up need to do that. And look, I do the same with my courses. People are going, oh, how much do you give away for free? And I've got free courses, but everything else, no, I want a free trial. No, as soon as I give you access, you get access to everything. Mm. And I've said to everyone, I've put my courses in a price point that you can afford to do them. Hmm. they're packed full of value but you can afford to do them so either you're prepared to pay or you're not prepared to pay but you're not going to get access and then decide seven days later that you're not going to take it because you you know that you want to get out of a free trial let's look at what we've got to do and this is a really big point that i want to make to all business owners if you think that you're going to take something for free and then want a free refund or take a free trial and then not do or take a, you know take most of the information and then not act remember that's going to come back to you hmm. You know, the kids were getting taught about the law of reciprocity. Oh God. Reciprocity. Yep. Yesterday. And in the in the playground when I'm there and I'm like, it's so true. It's the same thing. Whatever we put out there, we're going to get back. Mm. So if you're putting if you're putting out there that I want all this stuff for free, then that is what's going to be coming back to you from your client base. Mm. So I think I did a rant post a little while ago. Post. Next time you ask for something free, um, ask yourself, what am I prepared to give in return? Because that's what you're putting out to the universe. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you are. I am on the same page with you, Linda. Yeah, we have a great thought here today. <laughs> yeah, we are. So um, one of the questions I ask all of my guests is, how do you maintain your sense of community while working alone or in a small group? <laughs> And obviously, obviously, I have a sense of community that I share my morning coffee with. <laughs> you have a giant community in business. So I think it is about finding the, and I don't want to say tribe, I don't want to, it is about finding a community, finding the people, your people. We'll go people. people. We'll it's go a little, people. little less wanky. Um, yeah. Find the people that you want to work with. Okay. So find the people that you want to network with. Now they don't have to be a big group size of business, business, business. It can be a small community that you find that you are comfortable with to share your journey. Mm. Now remembering, and this is a big tip that I give most people until, until Charlotte interviewed Elmo at 18 months, my mother never thought I had a real job. Now I work with pretty large names. <laughs> My but I wasn't, a, know what I, I, I wasn't a teacher on this. So, you know, I didn't have a real job. When are you yeah. going to get a real job? And then I started my own business and Charlotte did her first interview with Elmo and, oh, look at what my daughter's doing. You know, this is what she's doing. And, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you got to think about it that, right, sometimes our family and friends are never going to get what we do. Mm. And I'm sure they ask me now and I sort of give them a, you know, glazed over approach and they glaze over anyway. So it's all good. 
but bear in mind, just because your family and friends don't get it, don't mean, doesn't mean your concept's not valid. But it's also most probably, we don't talk to them about that. We talk to our business friends about that. Mm. We talk to the people who understand us about that. Mm. And that's okay because that will come into your imposter syndrome. If you keep talking to the people who are never going to get it, that's when your imposter syndrome is going to come in because the conversation about when are you going to get a real job or I don't get what you do or all of that will come in because you're talking to the wrong people. Mm. And that's where the imposter syndrome, that's where the doubt and all of that stuff comes in is because we're talking about what we do to the wrong people. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's imposter syndrome is such a big thing that when you work alone, it's really difficult to get those resources and to rally yourself um, to get over it. And then you're always going to have bad days. We all have a playlist. Make a, yeah, make, make a playlist. Get on Spotify. Make a playlist. Make a, make a playlist that's going to pump you up. Yeah. So, and, you know, good call center marketing traditions. We used to have a playlist of full of songs that, you know, the, the team used to get up and buy. I have the tiger. Yes, I have the tiger. Okay. Or, or another, t- a re- another really good technique is um, having a vision board, a digital yes. one that you can just go and look at and go, this ah, is what I'm towards, you know, this is this it. This is our next BBB challenge. We're going to do Pinterest vision boards for 2019. Ooh, ooh I have ooh. one of them, but it's private. Yeah. I it's private or public, but we're just going to make it a bit of fun so oh, that people actually go and pin stuff. They're wonderful. I love a vision board. but um, uh, I want to make one for the house, so it's all going to be. Oh, my kids would be all into that. We'd be... Cutting and pasting. So, cutting and, um, and guys, it doesn't have to be a, pin, a digital one. It can be a visual one that is there with all the stuff that you want to create. But once again, when we say things, this is about putting out to the universe what we want. Mm. Energetically. So energetically, this is what we're looking for. This is what we're aiming for. And, you know, the more you think about it, and, I, you know, this comes down to what you think about, you will become. Mm. So the more you think about it, the more will come. So for your imposter syndrome's hitting in there, if you keep thinking about it, that's what you're going to become. Mm. So change your thought. I didn't so, know you were this woo, Linda. Oh, this is about, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, mindset is everything, people. Mindset's everything. I just don't woo-woo all around it. So, <laughs> yeah, just get over it. Think, think about that instead. Yeah, um, yeah. But no, I mean, extremely corporate, but we've always been. And the troubleshooting, that's what I used to say to my team and my staff and my people. What we think and what we do and how we act is how we become. Mm. and how we speak to ourselves yep exactly so huge one yeah that's why i I tend not to go with the big terms but you know it's about what do we say to ourselves and think about it would you say that to your child Mm. to your husband or to your best friend Mm. because if they're having a bad day you wouldn't go you're a terrible human yeah yeah you suck yeah yeah you go you can do this mate exactly go out there and kick some goals and and, yep, and you focus what you on what the good things that they have and the good skills that they have to being able to move that forward. So once again, if we, if you say something to yourself that you wouldn't say to your child, then we know it's time to stop. Hmm. Mindset. It's massive and often overlooked, especially in new business people. We go, right, we've just got to think like a business and, and just keep going. And then you go, Oh, I'm falling to pieces because and- I'm, I'm pushing myself too hard or, yeah, absolutely. And burnout happens, guys. Yep. It is a real thing. It happens. And if you don't actually notify the signs of burnout, then your body will do it for you. Mm. And you'll fall in a heap. Yep. Which is why we all need holidays. Um, <laughs> holidays, even if it's two days. Yep. So <laughs> what is your why? So what keeps you motivated, not just in BBB, or your, but 
everything? What's your your aims and Look, I think, I, as I said in the video rant that I did the other day, I want to show my daughter she can do whatever she wants. Yeah. The only way to do that is go do it myself. Yeah. You know, um, very early on in the in the mum in business journey, and because I was a business owner before I was a mum, I consulted. I was a consultant um, and, you know, out of my own right and that sort of stuff. And I had a, a person say to me, oh, you know, you're now, now that you're just a mum in business, your rates will change, won't they? I'm like, excuse me? Yeah, now they'll go a, up. Now I'm a mummy business, my rates are going to go up because I value my time more and I don't take on crap work I don't want to. Um, yeah. And the other thing was that I worked out that the reality of, of why was, and you go, oh, you know, but you know, you don't need to work. And I said, no, I don't. But I do it because I love what I do and I want to show her that she can do whatever she wants to do. Hmm. Um, and, you know, her, her perspective on, on the world and changing and all of that sort of stuff. I've got a historian in the making and a nine-year-old um, who just loves history and absorbs history. If it's got something to do with history, can't see the blood and gore or anything like that, just sees it as history. Um, so wants to study all of her, all the history and that sort of stuff. And she said to me the other day, my mummy, mummy, my friends don't talk history as much as I do. And I said, oh, so that's okay. And I said, you know, your career might be a historian. And she said, oh, and you such and such wants to be a vet and such and such wants to be this. So she understood that just because not everyone else did it didn't mean she couldn't still talk, have a conversation about it. And I think that's the most important thing. Whether we're a mum, a dad, an auntie, an uncle, or just a friend, that we need to teach the future generation. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm the same. I, my kids, I've always worked. Since my kids yep. were tiny, I've always worked at home. My son spent his formative months because newborns sleep so much yep. um, outside my <laughs> office in his little swing. He's always watched mummy work and they've always watched me work. And yep. all I can hope to do is role model a healthy approach Balance. to business. Yep. You know, and not them have memories of me always working, but we have fun. We have a lot of fun. They, they have their own little desk next to me. So. Yep. They have their idea. And Charlotte was the same until she went to kinder and she has now has a full desk in my office, which is ridiculous. Which is She ridiculous. does design some excellent graphics. Oh, she does do a quite good job, actually. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter hasn't seen. My daughter will want a laptop if I show her Canva and it will be all over. Yeah, oh, Charlotte will play Canva and uh, Animoto is her new favourite video editing tool. Right. I do love Animoto. It's nice and easy. Uh, I, have to, I have to get her onto that because... Her and her brother like to make little movies on my iPad for me to find. Oh, how cool is that? <laughs> they did a, a pool safety video the other day. Not that we have a pool, but our bed was the pool. I had a pool noodle. Was, I love it. It was random. That's awesome. <laughs> so um, what are your tips winding up for all the smart women of business across Australia and the world? Okay. Um, this is my most probably number one tip and it's, it's actually what Friday Night Cheers is going to be on this week. Just because everyone else is doing it doesn't mean you should or it's right. Okay. Um, so I see quite often um, things pop up, especially in Facebook marketing. Just, oh, everyone else is doing it. So it's got to be right. No, it's not. Sometimes it is not right. And it's, it, it, you're putting your business at jeopardy and risk. Um, just because everyone is doing it doesn't mean you should. Just because every marketer is talking about video marketing 
if you are going to freeze like a solid cold fish in front of the camera, then maybe that's not for you. Maybe there's text over video or there's something else that you can do that allows slides. you to do video. Slides are great. Slides are yeah, great. Um, <laughs> five takes a blog post, makes a video out of it. You know, use stuff like that that will allow you to be able to do video in a slightly different way until you warm up to it. Um, but, you know, just because everyone says that this is the product I use or this is the service I use, bright, shiny object syndrome, you don't have to chase them all. Um, look at them, evaluate them and see if it's going and look at whatever, what someone's doing and see if it's right for your business because not just as every client's not going to be right, not every tool and product is going to be right for your business either. So make that well. The first thing, second thing I would give you advice is it's fine to sack a client. Oh yeah, I've done that myself. Yep. It's a good moment in business when you're a sack a client, I reckon. It's like that moment of control comes in. Um, but be understand that you will make a mistake and you will still, to this day, I still will go, I got excited or they need my help, so therefore I will bend my rules and take on the wrong client. Once you know you've done it, it's okay to put your hand up and walk away. So make sure that it's in your terms of service that you can walk away at any stage in time and what that, what that walk away particularly is, is about. Um, and the other thing is, is you don't be too hard on yourself. Just look at it and go, we are all doing this. We used to do this in job. And I used to say one of the best things I could tell myself when I was starting to hit burnout um, was would I have done this in a nine-to-five job? Mm which was never a nine to five job in my industry, but you know, would I have done this into a seven, seven job type situation? Mm. Um, and if you can tap into your most productive hours of the day. So we now have an arrangement in this house because I hate school drop off. I love being there for the kids. I love the kids. I love seeing the kids, but school drop off hits into my most productive, my most productive hours of the day are between seven and, and uh, seven, seven thirty and nine thirty AM always have been. That's when I give my zone and I'm really, really good at doing what I do. <laughs> So three days a week, Clive takes Charlotte to drop off and I do drop off the other two days and pick up unless he's away traveling. And it's come down to mental sanity for me that I need those two hours mm. of when I really, really work um, well, because otherwise I lose an hour of my time. Mm. And everything, um, it, it's like for me kind of after, like in the afternoon, I'm not, I'm not as like I always do. I, I prioritize my work. I do my copywriting first and then branding projects. And then I do web design last because it's my fun thing. But writing in the afternoon. I'm... Oh, God, no. I'm, on, I'm at three o'clock, you know, my brain switched off. See you later, people. Yeah. That's when I normally do reports. <laughs> it's cool. I'll just do look at some stats. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. That'll be fine. Yeah, just some social posts. media posts. Don't make me do anything real <laughs> at that point. You know, networking, absolutely fine at that time of day. But that's about the, that's where my brain sits. Uh, but, yeah, it's Networking is important. By 7.30, 8 o'clock. And I used to say, I made it really clear and I had it in my terms and for a long time there. If you message me after 9 o'clock at night and it's not urgent. I'm charging you an hour. I'm charging you. Yep. Yeah. You know, yes. and I used to say that I would charge an hour. So, you know, put those boundaries in place and be prepared to stick to them because the only person who allows you to flex your boundaries, and we all do it, let's be really honest, we will still continue to flex our boundaries no matter how much we, we put them in place. Um the only person who allows you to flex your boundaries and let the client flex your boundaries is you. Mm -hmm. So you've got to stick to them. Yep. Which is sometimes a bit confronting in yourself because you want to be friends with your clients and, but you've got to do I'll give it. You the best piece of advice I was ever given when I was on teaching rounds. Cause it really is a really good piece of advice. And I was, I was on rounds. And I had great prep class and I, cause I want all the preppies to love You're me. a teacher. Yeah. So yeah, I'm a teacher before. Yeah, I found marketing while I was while I was studying teaching. So oh. I didn't actually go into the classrooms 
long term. I told them where to throw their degree because I didn't like the education system. Um, but I was on rounds and the first thing this teacher was, and she would, she'd been teaching for years or at least in my, you know, 19 something head. <laughs> um, and the first thing she said to me, is, she said, you can always become their friend later, but you can never be their friend in the disciplinary and afterwards. So I always, when we talk about clients, we can always be the business owner and the consultants first, but if we are their friend for, and, and then become their friend, but we cannot become, not be their friend and then become the business consultant and, and the disciplinarian inside the, the business relationship. Second, so remember that business first and then if, it, if, then if you see a friendship line, but then again, there's got to be a clear boundary around that. Like I'm friends with a lot of my clients, mm. but they're still boundaries. And none of my friends become my clients. Yep, and that works well, but it's about, but that's the, the, but I that always relationship. harder ones to manage because... It's, you know, I still want them to like me at the end of that conversation and I'm going to be, and I say that to people, we did a consulting session with a, with a friend of Clive's and he said, oh, we look at my website. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I said, but I'm not nice. Because I find that hard to believe. I said, no, once I start, I start pulling apart and I said, no holds by you. You want me to do my job? I do my job well, but I'm not nice when I do my job. Yeah. <laughs> my husband finds me a little bit terrifying when I'm in full work mode. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Oh God! I think I think I think fortunately for mine, he'd worked with me, so he knew what he was getting himself into. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Wow, you're so different." I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> be prepared for the feedback." Yep, the feedback's <laughs> coming, and it's coming from and. But the bear in mind, you guys, if you are receiving any feedback from from anyone in particular, we're not doing it to harm you. We're doing it's it not personal. Work. Yeah, it's not personal. Um, <laughs> you know, and I know this is your baby, and you are highly invested in it. And that's why I quite often filter things with, I'm not going to be nice, but I'm going to be practical. Mm. And we're going to provide advice based on it. And we'll look at it and see it, where it's going to go. <laughs> and I, I want other piece of advice. Not every business is ready for PR. No, this is true. This is true. And if you're looking at PR from the point of view of, I want to trade it for ad time or advertising space or anything like that, I'm going to have to put this out to you really. PR takes time and it's a cost of your, either your time, the publicist's time or the person's time. Free PR does not exist. Mm. You're trading your information and your knowledge. You're not doing a sales pitch. Mm. Mm. So that's my one bugbear. Free PR does not exist. <laughs> it's not real. Just like free marketing does not exist. <laughs> we can do our best on a minimal budget. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't exist you, because either you're investing your time as a business owner to learn that skill or you're outsourcing it to someone who's already spent years learning that skill. Mm, mm. Oh, well, with that, that's, that's right. Nugget. <laughs> Thank you, Linda. You Thank you for having me. Oh, that was and awesome. I'll put all of Linda's links in the show notes. Yep. And happy birthday. Thank you. Thank Have a great day. Thanks. See ya. You have been listening to the Smart Women in Business podcast. If you'd like to find out more about me, your host, Jane Mackay, visit janemackaycommunications.com.au.